Hello guys and welcome lads and lassies and hey guys and hey gals and hey listeners, hey people with ears, hey people without ears. Shout out to deaf people, shout out to the sightseeing people, shout out to one and all. Welcome to the Random Podcast with me, Marquez, your host for the next however long jibber this jibber lasts for. Episode 54, 25th of September. Do you remember the last episode when I sang? I will not sing that song. Let's try a different song. Simply the best. Dun, dun, dun. This podcast better than all the rest. Dun, dun. That is debatable. If you listen to other ones, you're probably like, that's also better. I'm simply the best. Dun, dun. I'm better than anyone Better than all the rest Simply, you just broke out my heart Sing along if you know the words Welcome to the podcast I mentioned this story yet in the podcast when I was at a party here in West Hollywood not too long ago. And they were like at the party. I didn't know who they were. I went back with some people. Some doctor's apartment. Nice place. Very nice abode. And they were like, do you like Tina? And I was drunk and I thought they meant Tina Turner. And I was like, I certainly do. Boom, boom, boom. Walking around this apartment. Boom. Here in West Hollywood, drinking a bottle of champagne. Do, 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 do. I did not know that Tina, 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 Tina meant crystal meth. Oh no. I thought they meant Tina Turner for some reason because that's where my brain went. Boom. Yeah, brought out my heart. And then I was like, yeah, I like Tina. Who doesn't like Tina? Tina's the best. <clears throat> Did I know they meant hard drugs? And a drug dealer showed up at this very nice party and they were all starting to smoke some meth. Tina, short for Christina. Christina Aguilera, I think. Who knows? Crystal, Christina, I don't know. And that's when they said, hey, want to smoke some meth? And I said, what the hell are you on about? And they said, if you're not smoking meth, then get the funk out of this party. Dung, dung, dung. So I left. Boom, boom, boom. I walked home. Boom, boom. Never saw them again. Crystal meth's a big problem in West Hollywood, it seems. They do it to stay up all weekend so they can party. Yeah, broke out my heart. So, yeah, that's something new you know to learn every day. I might have mentioned it back as before, but just in case your first time listening, you're like, what the hell is going on? And this beautiful, who is this beautiful sounding man? He's stunning sounding. Thank you. There is a warning to stay away from meth. And if people say, do you like Tina? Make sure you say Turner. 
Gäste da sind noch The Met, The Crystal, The Smoky, Smoky Kind. Also, another little drug term that sounds innocuous. Party and play. Do you like to party and play? That to me sounds like, do you like to go to a party? Having a little party at my house, cup of tea and a few king, queen cakes. Do you want to come over and play? I remember when I went to this one party before. First of all, it was my party first, my birthday party. My buddy at the time, Anthony, came along and he came to my house and he started crying at my door. We were young, like 22. No, we were like 12 or something, 10. Came to my door and he was just like, I don't want to be here. And he started crying and he left. And that's what I remember from that party. I don't remember anything happy about that birthday party of mine, but I remember a crying boy leaving. Um, and then I went to his party, I think, or maybe I went to a different friend's party, but it was like the next day, something soon anyway, and we were having a party playing out in his back garden, and he had swings in his back garden, you know those seats you sit on with the ropes attached, and I was on the swings, and I said, look, I'm going to stand up on the swings, Did I know these swings weren't sturdy? So I stood up on the swings as they were all singing happy birthday. And oh, did I break all those swings. All the swings and slides broke and came crashing to the ground. And I fell awkwardly and hurt my face. And I think I started crying. Definitely inside, but I stayed strong. I said I wouldn't cry on the outside. So that's what I remember from childhood parties in... Ireland, swings and parties and playing. Now in West Hollywood, swing swinging means that you are into the swinging lifestyle. Might have mentioned last week, I got offered a swinging couple on the plane. They were sitting next to me, kept touching each other, feeling each other, kissing, hooking up, shifting, as we say in Ireland, shifting, scoring. What do they call it in America? <coughs> scoring of some sort. I remember my cousin before, I didn't know what shifting meant. I just thought it was called kissing. He told me he was at a disco. Or maybe I went to a disco and he was like, did you shift anyone? Did you shift anyone? I was like, what does shift mean? And he's like, it means you kissed him. I was like, I didn't, I didn't shift anyone. He was like, oh, you got to be shifting people at these discos. I was like, you gotta be shifting. That's when I first started to talk like this. When I talk about shifting, I shifted four women last night. In Ireland, it was weird. I remember the childhood discos that we used to go to. We were in like a monastery. Roko. Up the street from where we lived. Roko. An actual monastery where priests would be working or monks would be working. Monks on security. It used to be full of little boys and little girls. I was a little boy too when I went. I wasn't a man. That would be awkward if I was dancing at a disco with little boys and girls. <coughs> We were probably, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 14 maybe. Who knows? 13-ish. I don't know. I can't remember. And we're in this monastery and they're playing just a mix of everything. Billie Jean mixed in with Nirvana. And everyone's going crazy and dancing and no one really knows what's going on. You don't know how to chat to women. And you still don't if you're Irish and you're a Superman. Because this is why. Don't know how to chat to women. So you drink a donkey's bollocks. A donkey's bollocks. 
That's when you get a plastic, small plastic water bottle and you go to your parents' drink cabinet at home and you pour a little bit of everything into the water bottle. <coughs> bit of whiskey, bit of gin, bit of vodka, a uh, bit of scotch, bit of bitters, bit of coke, a uh, bit of milk, whatever's in that little drink cabinet you poured in. Bit of tequila, bit of rum, whatever it is, you pour it all in, then you fill it up to the brim with coke and fizzy orange, then you shake it around, and there's your donkey's bollocks. You drink that as you walk to the disco in the monastery, Roko, Rochester Monastery, Roko for short, and you drink it, and you might spit it out, pretending, bah, I took a drink, big drink there, lads, I'm drunk. It's the weekend, let's get drunk. <clears throat> but you're only about 14, maybe. And uh, <clears throat> then you go to the disco, and you're dancing around in your shirts, and you're basically what you wear to mass every week. Now there are your disco clothes. They've been upgraded from praising God to praising women. You dance. And then you usually shift, hook up, kiss, if you didn't shift five to seven women, then it was it was a slow night for the lads. Shifting, you're just making out with anyone. Look here, who gives all kids there? We've been segregated our whole lives. It's like sheep and wolves just segregated, and then you're all put in the same pen, <coughs> dancing around. <coughs> Handy to have a cough. You're dancing around for dear life. And you're just shifting. You're making out. You're trying to get outside boob. You don't care. You're just you don't know what's going on. You've got a little boner, you're tucking that little boner up. You're like, oh, that's the greatest night ever. They actually sold sweets too at these things, so you'd be drinking donkey's bollocks. Little boner on you. Just bopping around, trying not to get in fights with knackers. That's what we call the rough people in Ireland. Your hair is all combed perfectly in the center crease. You're the man. Tonight you're the man. It's only 8 o'clock on a Friday night or something, but oh, you're the man. You're John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever, except you're a 14-year-old Irish boy. Who doesn't know what's going on? Who's half pretending to drink the whiskey, the donkey's bollocks? Who's shifting these girls? Will you make a... Will you... What a, Will you get off? Oh, yeah, that's another Irish term. Will you get off of my friend? Yeah, will you get off of my friend over there? No. Okay. Would your friend get off of my friend? Yeah. I assume that's how they do it in America, too. <coughs> you send your friend over to talk to her friend. She inquires. He inquires, hey, I like your friend over there in the plan, little girl. Is she single? My friend wants to shift her. He wants to get off with her. He wants to French kiss her. He wants to slap her. He shoved for a bit of slobbering. And then if you say, yeah, you go over and he'll be like, oh, yeah, you're shifted. And then you just go for it. Up against the wall, eyes closed, sometimes eyes open. Up against a nice cold cement wall. I always remember that cold cinder block wall. Fresh pink paint because you're in a monastery you're actually in the church hall area where they do mass they've got rid of the pews i think you're in a monastery hall 
next minute you get a lash of a torch flashlight as they say in America you get the back of them into the head and it's security guards security guards are usually monks you're in the monastery monks are farmers big brutes of men who whose daughters are probably at this school disco and uh, he's only working the night shift because he wants to keep his daughter away from little deviants and chances and ruffians like yourself like me dancing around trying to get six to seven eight shifts a night quantity and quality haze they call me keep those standards high but shift all around you don't know what's going on it's your own HR you've only just realized your penis works for something besides your nation fun times fun times then your mum would come pick you up. You'd go buy a load of fizzy iron, fizzy Coca-Cola bottles or mints, polo mints. You'd eat a load of them. Because even though you're only pretending to drink the donkey's bollocks earlier, you don't want to taste the booze off your mouth. And you don't want to smell like a girl. Because you might not get in trouble for some reason. You think you'll get in trouble for kissing a girl in a monastery. I want to be touched outside, outside boob. Oh, you're going to hell. Going to hell. You're going to hell. Well, God, I'm going anyway, so I might as well touch a bit of boob on the way down. Isn't that what we used to say? Isn't that what we used to say? What on earth am I talking about? Where did that start from? Can I rejog my memory? <coughs> no, unfortunately. All party and play. There we go. Jesus. That was about 14 minutes of gibberish. So, yes, from there, from that party and playing to the West Hollywood party and play means something like, do you do hard drugs? Are you into crystal meth and maybe some heroin? Do you like crack? Are you a fan of crack? Which is another issue because in Ireland, crack means, do you like having a laugh? How is the crack in the pub? Oh, unreal crack. That means, is that pub a laugh? Yes, it is a good laugh. You should go to that pub. Here, it means, do you like crack cocaine? Are you up for getting addicted to crack cocaine with me? Do you like crack? I love crack. I'm from Ireland. Well, come with me to this crack den. Oh, a little place where there's a lot of where's a lively little spot. Crackton in Ireland, I guarantee you, would be the name of a little pub. That's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, Crackton is is hopping tonight. It's heaving, heaving and hopping. But over here, it means a little place where people just have a mattress, no sheets, and they go there to do drugs. So just some issues faced by myself on a daily basis living here in LA. You got the this Tina, Tina Turner. Got that wrong. You got the uh, party and play. Someone having a birthday party and we're going to play games? No, you got that wrong. And what's the other one? Party and play, Tina. Oh, crack. Good old crack. Can't be some crack unless it's the crack cocaine kind. Then dodge, dodge away. Um, <clears throat> sick still for some reason. Thought I'd have shrugged it off. 
But not yet. I'm a week, man. It's getting slightly colder. I don't know why I have a flu or a cough. I've been popping pills. America's unreal for popping pills. Before, I used to be able to sleep and wake up perfectly. Now, I need pills to help me sleep and then more pills to help me wake up. It's a lovely system. Plus, I don't like going to the doctor here because uh, they're all corrupt. And I don't mean that in a conniving way. I just mean you can't trust them at all because they just want to prescribe you so many pills. We got a cold. Yeah, you should be on antidepressants. Yeah, I got to make a quota to pass all these pills. So you, I got to sell them to you. I remember this. Le- when was the last time I was sick? Oh, <coughs> maybe two years ago. I was stressed from moving. So I moved from one apartment. And then I was meant. Oh, I, I just forgot that I was moving. And I was moving. It was just a temporary spot. But it was with this. Um. Uh, just this English woman. And uh try not to say names because this person is psychotic. So anyway, I've seen sound beforehand. Met her, talked, our place was unreal, rent was good. I was like, alright, I'm in like Flynn, let's do a couple few months here. Really sound down to earth, didn't see mental. I move in. The stress of moving, and I was just like, oh, Jesus. I forgot how stressful moving is. And then it was like, I was traveling too at the time, so I got sick. <clears throat> and I was like, I went to the doctor. And uh, I don't know, it's like 150 a pop to go see a doctor here. So I'm like, all right, I'll just go this one time. He'll give me pills, and I'll be good to go. So I go to the doctor, and I'm just like, doctor tells me I'm fine, and I'm like, I'm not fine. He's like, well, you seem fine to me. He's like, come back after the weekend. So I go back after the weekend, still sick. He's, it's like another... He told me he was free to come back. And he's like, yeah, it's 100 to come back again. I was like, well, can you give me something? So he prescribed me some pills to get rid of this cold and flu. Oh, I think I was getting a chest infection or something. And I was just really run down. And uh, whatever he gave me, oh, it made me worse. I had some allergic reaction. My mouth, like, just went mental. Got all, like, I don't know, it swelled up. It was horrendous. I couldn't sleep. I could barely talk. Um, And then at the same time, oh, the person I was living with was just insane. I remember she woke me up one of the first mornings I was there at, like, 7 o'clock. She's, we need to have a word. I was like, all right, I'm really clean. She was like, this place is a mess. I was like, what are you on about? She's like, look in the sink. And I looked in the sink. There was nothing there. She was like, look again. That droplet of water. And I was like, what? She's like, there's a drop of water in the sink. That's how I get calcium. And I was like, wait, is this a joke? I presume it was a joke. So I was like, oh, yeah, (laughs) that's funny. I thought your sense of humor was different. But maybe not. Maybe I got it all wrong. And then the next day... (coughs) She had to have a word because, uh, I must have told the story before. She was like, we need to talk about your food in the fridge. And I said, what do you mean? She's like, why, who eats bananas? And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I don't want bananas in my fridge. And she's like, who eats bread? Bread is for poor people. And I was like, wait, what? You're mocking bread and bananas? 
And she was like, yeah, get some like get some steaks or something in there. If my friends come around and open my fridge, I'll be so embarrassed. I think I had beans in there too. Good old Irish staple. Beans, bread and bananas. There was probably porridge and potatoes and milk. That's what I probably had in the fridge. A nice Irish fridge of delight. And she was like, yeah, bread's for poor people. Sorted out. And then the next day I woke up and it was like 84 degrees in the apartment. She didn't have the AC on. I was just sweating. I turned on the AC and she came screaming out the door. You don't deserve to have an AC on. You need to pay me more money. If you don't like it, get out. So I was like, okay, I'll leave. Even though I was meant to be there for three months. I was like, yeah, I'd love to get out. You're mental. Mental, mental. Anyway, all this was going on while I was sick. And then I'd go to the doctor like maybe three times. Oh, and if you Google my symptoms too, it was great. It was like swollen mouth. I literally was swell so poor, so badly that like it started bleeding or something if I tried to speak. And I was Googling symptoms because I was, I went to him like three or four times. I was like, I can't keep going to this doctor who just keeps getting it wrong. And then I was like, you might have a herpes in the mouth. Can't beat WebMD. You might have AIDS or herpes. Good man yourself. So anyway, it eventually went away. It was nothing. Happy days. I moved out. Got on with my life. And now I still got some sort of cold. So that's some weird explanation for why I'm sniffing. You're welcome. You're welcome. I feel like now... Is the perfect time. Oh, we forgot to hear from our sponsors this week. Tony's Tarts. Shout out to Tony and his Tarts. Tony's Tarts, established in 1999 in Oklahoma. Tony, he was a native of Oklahoma, and he always taught himself, there's not enough Tarts in this town. Tony was from England originally. Yeah, he kept saying to himself, there's not enough Tarts in this town, and people didn't realize he wasn't talking about the dessert he was talking about women. But he noticed that people agreed when he was talking about dessert. He said Americans like dessert. And Tony had an apple tart recipe that he felt needed to be shared with the people of Oklahoma. Well, lo and behold, Tony's apple tart took off. He now has apple, cherry, rhubarb, orange, which is surprising, and plum tart. If you want to get more of Tony's Tarts, go to Tony's website, tonystarts.com, for all your tart needs, unless it's a woman. Bit of a sexist tagline by Tony and his tarts, but uh, we thank him for today's sponsorship. Uh, I've tasted a few of his tarts. I like the rhubarb. I like the cherry one. I don't like the apple one. Even though the apple tastes the best, and I don't like the taste of rhubarb and cherry, uh, it's just because... I don't like apple tart anymore because my ex-wife Tina. Tina was a big apple tart fan, as a couple of you listeners of the show will know. Tina, my ex-wife, Tina was short for Tina and Marie. And uh, as you know, it was a tough time. Tina ran away with Greg. Greg was the local bread man, the bread baker, they call him. Which was tough because Greg had the best uh, white bread in town. He had lovely brown bread, but... Jesus, his white bread was something else. Crusty, warm, really tasty. Great for dipping into soups. You know me, I used to like bread till I was told it was for poor people. 
But Greg's bread at the time, to know that Greg the bread baker was sleeping with my ex-wife Tina, the apple tart lover. That was a tough, that was a tough slice of pie to take, as they say. And uh, that's why I don't like apple pie anymore. So apologies to Tony. He sent me 12 apple pies and they won't be eaten. <coughs> They'll be thrown out. I'll eat the rhubarb and the cherry pie though. I don't like the taste of either rhubarb or cherry. I like the idea of liking cherries, but I don't like the taste, which is unfortunate. But I'll still eat them because Tina hated the taste also. So now I'm eating them out of spite. And I sent Tina a picture of each slice of pie that I eat. Just a little reminder that, you know, I, I'm I'm still petty about leaving for Greg. Even on fairness to Greg, I'd leave, I'd leave someone for his bread too. If it was a woman, if it was a Gregina, I would have left for that sweet, sweet bread. So Tony's Tarts, uh, check him out. Thanks again for sponsoring this week on the podcast. Aroo. What else has been going on this week? Doing a lot of great uh, work this today. Having to get visa letters and the likes can't be a day of sorting out visa paperwork. If you're a foreigner in America, you'll know the joy of doing visa work. I hate asking for favors, especially, can you write me a visa letter? Then they're like, what's in it? And then you have to be like, let me ask the lawyer. And then the lawyer's like, oh yeah, that'd be great if that person wrote you a letter. And you're like, I know what I said they would, I just want to know what's in it. And they'll be like, oh yeah, just tell them it's, you need a letter for the sponsorship of the visa. And you're like, I know, but they just want to make sure they do the best job because apparently now the rules are tighter. And then eventually they send back this really technical letter and you're like, well, they're not going to read all this. And then you're 24 emails deep and you're juggling and you're asking people for letters and then <coughs> they say, can I just email you? You'd be like, yeah, but you'd have to like put the letter on headed paper and then sign off on the letter. So that, and then they're like, so what? I have to print off the letter and then I have to sign it and I have to find headed paper and then I have to get it back to you somehow. And you're like, I know I regret asking you for this favor myself. I apologize, but we're in it now and... Let's keep it going. I've paid the visa lawyer all these thousands and thousands of dollars. And uh, even though I thought they'd be doing all this work, apparently I have to do all the work. I have to ask the annoying questions and I have to get everything in order. So that's fun. That's fun times to come in and out of the country. Did I ever mention on this podcast when I went to, I went to London with my buddy? I was like, well, I don't know, of course, for that time. And uh, she got, she was American. She got stopped going in to London. They thought she was there to live. And you're like, why would we do that when we live in LA? So we got off the flight. They stopped her. They brought her to a cell. They questioned her. They said, oh, well, you looks like you're trying to live here. We're like, we're not. We're here for 10 days. Then they brought her off campus to a prison. And they made her stay in the prison overnight. And then they flew her back to LA the next day. Nice waste of money. And I didn't know what was going on because there was no contact or anything. Except I got through to the customs officer and she was. I explained what was going on. And she said, look, I made a mistake. And then she said, uh, well, it's too late though. It's too late to change it. I've put in the paperwork. And I was like, well, just change the paperwork. 
And then she hung up me. And then I was around London because I had some meetings. And then I was like trying to take photos. But then I was like, oh, but I can't be too happy because she got sent home. So even though this is awful for her, it's also a conundrum for me. But it wasn't really. So, yeah. If you're traveling in and out of America, always fun times. Um, <coughs> speaking of fun times. Oh, Jesus. West Hollywood is some weird place. First of all, I, I presume this is everywhere. I can't stand these people. LA is the worst. It's like these awkward, beautiful people. Non-stop. Every minute of the day, they're everywhere. And they're taking videos for Instagram and Snapchat. And they're going from being dour, miserable bastards to faking fun for 10 seconds just for the video. And then they go back to being dour, miserable bastards. And it's just like, Jesus. Why can't I be like them? Why can't I turn it on and off? And then I was in West Hollywood the other night. And I was waiting for my buddy. And there's like, West Hollywood's some weird place. <clears throat> this is probably why I go on about AIDS so much. Because everywhere there's AIDS everywhere. I was just waiting. And there was an AIDS van. And there's a guy outside a van. He's like, you want a free checkup? You'll know in a minute. And I was like, no, I'm good. And he's like, you don't want to know if you don't have AIDS? And I was like, all right, that's a good point. Why not? <clears throat> I got this cough. And if you Google cough on Google, <clears throat> surprisingly, if you Google cough on Google, they'll be like, oh, you could have a common cold or it could be the early signs of AIDS. So you're like, all right. So I go in and take this test. And the dude, I don't know, is he a nurse? What is he? He's chatting. He's like, uh, you want to take some condoms? And I'm like, no, I'm okay. And he's just like, okay, you like, some people, don't, you want me, to, you want to watch me put on a condom? I was like, what are you saying to me? And he's kind of trying to gauge my, f- I, but like, I'm still waiting for the test. This is between him taking blood and then it being a minute long. Uh, so he's asking me these questions in this longest minute ever. So I don't want to be like, hey, creep. Funk off. Because I want to know the result of the test. And he's like, okay, man, I just had to ask you if you want to watch me put one on. I was like, I didn't see any bananas running around. So I was like, no, I'm good, man. He's like, what size would you need? And he's like, I bet you have a nice one. And I was like, what are you asking me? Why has this not been a minute? And why haven't I not got the results? He's like, you want to let you want to let me see it? And I was like, see what? He's like, you want to let me see your, your, uh, your penis? I was like, this part of the test? He was like, no, man, it's just be for me. I was like, no, I'm good. And I stood up and then he said, okay, you're all clear. And I was like, all right, that was not worth it. That little interaction wasn't wasn't the greatest, but uh, thank you. So I know that's what it's like to live in West Hollywood, people, in case you're wondering. And uh, it has been a lovely podcast. I just did another podcast. Maybe that's why I'm rambling at high, high speeds. To the soccer podcast with uh, buddy Ian Edwards. Check it out on his Instagram, Ian Edwards Comic. The soccer's comic rant. Good old podcast. And that's about all for me, folks. Thanks again to Tony's Tarts. Thanks to uh, the Shifting Insights and uh, poor. What makes a poor person? Someone who likes bread, apparently. So if you're eating this, if you're listening to this while eating a sandwich, maybe reconsider your life choices. I don't know. Just a little thought. Just a little thought. 
Right, check me out on Oh, if you're around Charlotte, I'll be in Charlotte the weekend after this. Opening for Crystalia with Michael Nanucci, also there. And this is the main feature. Charlotte, what are the dates? <coughs> be handy if I knew dates or anything. The dates for Charlotte. Oh, like the 5th, 6th, and 7th. So come out to Charlotte. I'll post on Twitter where it is. I presume we have a lot of, lot of listeners in Charlotte. Charlotte is, they call me. Good Charlotte. Okay, that was a poor, poor Charlotte joke, but, you know, some thoughts pop in your head. Sometimes they're good and sometimes they're bad. Sometimes you get 32 minutes and 35 seconds of pure, awful crap. But that's the chance you got to take. Got a swing and a miss, swing and a miss, and a miss, and a miss, and a miss. And a miss. And then sometimes you connect. And that human connection, that's what it's all about, people. All right, my Instagram, at Trickadoo. Snapchat, Twitter, at Trickadoo. Check out my books. People are reading them. They're loving them. Random, random, and pre-dumb before I came. Find them out. Find them out. Have a look on Amazon. And that's about it. It has been a real treat, people. A real treat for you. Not so much for me. I'm battling this cold. All right, till next time. All right, guys, till next week. Imagine I had a nervous breakdown. All right, guys. It's killing me. All right, until next week. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck.